The Gospel is taken from Mark chapter 1, verses 14 to 27, and chapter 16, verses 9 to 20. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of law. Just then, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly. And the second reading is taken from Mark 16, 9 to 20. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. Afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on people who are ill, and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, And the Lord worked with them and confirmed his holy word by the signs that accompanied it. Here ends the lesson. So I'm just going to say this just in case we forget to do this, but um, can we make sure we're recording um, the talk? Brilliant. Good. Okay. Sorry. Just wanted to make sure. Desiree, would you come up and join us? bit of trouble with the microphone at the first service, but we're going to try again. I'm just going to go over here temporarily. So, Desiree, um, you've come to Gazebo 
um, our after school club and you've come um, to um, an, an evening event here before um, but this is your first time on Sunday so for people who don't know of you can you tell us who you are and so on okay, thank you very much um, my name is Desire um, I, I was just coming here before when I was still a pastor but now I'm bishop of two months old. I'm from uh, Congo, that's Goma. Thank you. I'm married, I have four children, and uh, yeah. And we're, we're very glad. Um, we pray often for you and for Claudeline and your children. In fact, we, we heard at the first service that one of your children is called Marvellous. Yes. Which I think is a fantastic name. Yeah. Um, so we send all your family our best wishes. And we're going to pray for Desire now as he prepares to speak to us this morning. So let's all pray. Um, Father God, we thank you that you have called Desire to be a bishop in your church in the Congo. Uh, we pray for um, his example. We pray for the projects that he runs to bless people in your name. And we pray for his time with us this morning, Father, that the words he says might be anointed by your spirit to renew our lives into your likeness. So let him speak deeply into our lives, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Morning. Yeah, I'm really glad to be here, and also I'm thankful to the Kamun Church leadership who just uh, invited me here to share the word of God. And uh, I'm really, I'm missing word, but I'm really thankful. I'm thank you for, for inviting me, Matthew, for this Time. So we have been uh, following the, our readings, two readings in Matthew, in, in Mark rather, and uh, everything is about how to become fishermen, how to become fishers of men, fishers of people. That was the, the commandment of Jesus Christ when he just came here to these disciples. And now the question is, what does it mean to be fishers of men? The phrase fishers of men was spoken by Jesus when he was calling two of his disciples, namely Simon Peter and Andrew, to follow him. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother, Andrew, casting a net into the lake. He saw Simon uh, for, into the lake, for they, they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Men is not like just men, husband, but men, it's people, men and women. At once they left their nets and followed him. The idea behind fishing is to know the fish you are looking for and attract, attract 
attract it so you can make the catch. To catch a fish, we must know what equipment to use. The habitat and depths of the water we are fishing in. This is very important. As well as the kind of boat, beat, the fish will go after. After we understand everything, we need to we need for real fishing. Then how do we relate that to being fishers of men? God asks us to make disciples of all nations. It's according to Matthew chapter twenty eight, eighteen to twenty. Just as we need equipment to be fishermen, we need equipment to be fishers of men. Putting on the armor of God is one way to be ready at all times with everything we need, according to Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. Especially important are the shield of faith with which we ward off the opposition of demon, de- demonic forces who don't, who don't want to see men saved by the gospel of Christ. <coughs> and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, Without these two pieces of spiritual equipment, we'll find fishing for man's soul impossible. Not only must we have the armor of God as our equipment, but we must also know the fish we are trying to attract. Knowing the lost conditions, condition of the people around us, will help us to understand that no matter how good we are at fishing, we will never catch the fish on our own. No reasoned argument will convert the soul of a darkened mind because the God God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers. So, that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. But God can and frequently does penetrate the the darkness with the glorious gospel, and he uses us to do it. He knows which fish are his. Therefore, we are to... Seek his wisdom and his guidance on all our fishing expeditions. Prayer is essential. Lastly, we must offer the only effective bait, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to those who are perishing. I was saying this one. I was reading the, the book. It's a book made by some expertise in evangelism. 
that uh, every every day, every uh, every year, uh, 70 million people uh, perish without Christ. And uh, no, it's just the, that's the, the, the statistics. And uh, 50, about 50 million perish without Christ. And they say that at least 10% of this number just go to heaven because they have heard the word of God. So there are many people who are perishing in our, our environment, in our, our, in, our, in our world without Christ. So to those who are perishing, the message of the cross is fullness. But to us, it is the power of God. The gospel message has the power to change lives, shine light into darkness, and deliver evil men from hell. There is power in no other message and no other bait can catch the fish of God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes first for the Jews then for the gentle. This was Jesus' message to Peter and Andrew. Follow me. Learn of me. Know and understand my mission and my message. Only then will you be able to be fishermen of men. The, the second question is, how can we share our faith in such such way that will enable others to ask questions about our faith? Maybe you are afraid, I'm afraid to share the faith because you don't know what to say. Or maybe you are uh, sharing the gospel but nothing is happening. And this one happens sometimes. People aren't committing their lives to Christ. Are you doing something wrong? People just wonder about this one. Why this? People not coming to Christ. You can't open someone's heart to the truth of the gospel. But God can by his spirit. The gospel, the apostle Paul and eloquent, but God used him because he depended on the, Ho- the Holy Spirit to guide him. God guided many others in the Bible as well, like Moses, who had first asked God to get someone else to lead the Israelites to the promised land, or Jonah, who didn't think the wicked Ninevites deserved God's mercy and tried to turn to run the other way. Remember that God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. And as Christians, we are all called to, to share what Christ has done. Some, some of Christ's, Christ's last words on earth where this, go and make disciples of all nations. This is in Matthew 28, 19. Sharing our faith 
isn't just a suggestion. It is a command. And God is with us when we obey him. So what to do? What to do about this? One of the best ways to share your faith and my faith is to live a godly life. Non-Christians often look at Christians as hypocritical because we say one thing but do another. Show those close to you that you care. Spend time with them. Help meet their needs and offer to listen when they have problems. You might not be able to answer all of their questions but they, can, they can't deny the, 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 real, the reality of what Christ has done in your life. If you find it, this is hard to do, perhaps God is speaking to you about your own need, need to walk more closely with him every day. Another important part of sharing your faith is to pray for those you interact with. If you can't think of any who isn't a Christian, pray for God to place someone in your life who needs him. Also make a habit of reading the Bible, praying, and going to church. These things shouldn't be done for attention or for the sake of doing them but to help you growing in your faith, your own faith. Being passionate about Christ will help others see that there is something different about you, and they will want to know what is it, what, what, what is this, what is it, what it is. Yeah. Can you also reflect Christ through kind Words, patience, patience, a gentle temperament, choosing to love even difficult people, carefully monitoring what you watch or listen to, and treating others with respect. All that, all the same time, we must do more than live godly life lives. People need to hear the gospel, to hear that God loves them, Christ died for them, and that they can have eternal life. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they haven't heard. And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? So you and I, we are Simon Peters and Andrews. God is calling us, is commanding us to go and fish, to be fishers of men. And when we do it, by faith and by love, God's there. He said he just promised he will be with us 
every time, wherever we go. So may God bless you and me too. Amen.